Breast Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick LeGrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutto with music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. Today is National Pancake Day. And that reminds me to remind you to enjoy a pancake breakfast tomorrow morning. Make plenty of them. And make them the delicious melt-in-your-mouth pet milk way. Just use your favorite pancake mix, and instead of ordinary milk, use pet milk mixed half and half with water. Once you taste pancakes made with pet milk, you'll never want to make them the old way again. And with butter and syrup on the table and pet milk handy for your coffee, what a wonderful way to start the day. Right now, grocery stores are featuring the everyday items needed for making delicious pancakes. Stores are also featuring Mary Lee Taylor's famous pancake recipe. So, help yourself to the recipe, take along some pet milk, and give that family of yours a real treat tomorrow morning. Pancakes made with pet milk. They sure are good. There's one thing at the McGee household that really sells like hotcakes. And that's hotcakes. So listen to a super salesman selling the idea of breakfast in bed to a lady who would rather cook her own. As we join Fibber McGee and Molly. So, so you just tuck your little tootsies back in the hay, tootsie, and relax while I get dressed, tootsie. I'm going to bring you breakfast in bed. Oh, no. Yep. No, no, McGee, really, that's a lot of trouble. Don't bother now, me. Now, do don't that. you worry. I'm going to do this thing up big, kiddo. I'll even get the tea wagon down out of the attic and serve your hotcakes a la carte. Now, look, sweetheart, you're wonderful to want to, but you I... Betcha, and you got it coming, too. You deserve it. By George, I don't pamper you enough. Oh, you do, too, McGee, constantly. Yeah? You really think I pamper you? Oh, pamper me. I thought you said hamper me. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're going to love this, kiddo, and so am I. This is the kind of a thing that a guy, when he's got the type wife I happen to have got, and he likes to cook anyhow and don't do more of it oftener, he's missing a great bet. <laughs> Throw me my shirt off of the bed head, will you? Here. But, McGee, now I just as soon get up, really. I can't eat lying in bed anyway. Huh? The coffee always goes up my nose. <laughs> I'll get up No, now. sir, you stay right where you darn are. I'll, I'll bring you a straw with your coffee. Great. And if I can find a camel, I'll break his back with it. You've been a good kid, Molly. I ought to do more stuff like this. I don't bring you breakfast in bed often enough. Oh, yes, you do, dearie. You do indeed. When was the last time? 1937. <laughs> and that's often enough. <laughs> well, anyhow, what I planned... Now, you, you remember you walked right through that door there with my breakfast? Yeah. Dropped the butter, stepped on it, and I got my first egg shampoo sunny side up. <laughs> well, I'm no amateur when it comes to food, you know. I always did have a reputation for being a kind of an epitaph. You mean an epicure, don't you? Someone who knows food? Yeah, I guess I do. Well, what's an epitaph? That's a message on a tombstone. <laughs> oh, what a thought! <laughs> well, here I go, kiddo. 
You just snuggle down there and take life easy. Now, I'll have that dough rolled out and cut up into pancakes before you can say that's not the way to do it. You took the words right out of my mouth. You take yourself a little snooze now, Mrs. McGee. The chef will awaken you when breakfast is served. Well, there he goes. Bless his little ham-handed heart. Take a snooze, Mrs. McGee, he says. Mm-hmm. I have news for you, Mrs. McGee. You just as well get up off your back and get your house coat on because he'll be yelling up to know where something is before you can even... Hey, Molly! There he goes. Yes, dearie? Does this electric timer on the stove work? Did you try it? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you go back to sleep, sister. Oh, this would be very nice if I could take a little nap. But every time I close my eyes, I see a picture of what that kitchen will look like when he gets... Hey, there. Molly! Yes, McGee? Have we got a mixing bowl? Several of them. Use the big white one. Which big white one? There's two big white ones just alike. Which one is the mixing bowl? Heavenly day. Never mind, there's only one now. <laughs> you just met, kiddo. Did I wake you up? Oh, no. I'm still asleep, thank you. <laughs> Maybe I am asleep at that. Maybe this is all just a horrible dream. Maybe if I pinch myself... Ouch! What? No. No such luck. I'd just as well get my house coat on and go down there. Oh, dear. What a day this is going to be. He's going to give me breakfast in bed if he ruins the house and wrecks my nerves doing it. Honest to goodness, somebody ought to make a radio show out of this. <laughs> they really should. I guess nobody'd ever believe it, though. It's too impossible. Hey, to uh, what'd you come downstairs for, Molly? You ain't supposed to be out here. You're having breakfast in bed. Now, top back upstairs. And... I get lonesome up there by myself. Hmm? Sometimes nobody speaks to me for three or four seconds at a time. <laughs> it's those long silences. Yeah. Well, the rest will do you good, Molly. The knowledge that the preparation of your breakfast is in the expert loving hands of... Oh, dear. Now, who's that, McGee? My hair's all up in curlers. I don't look very presentable. Oh, that's only Ollie from the Elks Club. Come in. Hello, Ollie. Come on in if I don't frighten you. I haven't had time to take my hair down yet. Oh, don't worry, Mrs. You look wonderful. Well, thank you. You know, I got a daughter who practices putting on lipstick without a mirror, and a sister-in-law who makes her own Sunday eyelashes out of a toothbrush, and last night my missus tries a mud pack on one side of the face only, so only don't scare so easy. <laughs> Oh, hello, McGee. What's cooking? I am. Hotcakes. <laughs> Molly's having her breakfast in bed. In bed? Where you sleep, Mrs. In the sink? <laughs> well, I'm not supposed to be down here, Ollie. I'm going back up in a minute. Say, how's everyone at your house? All well, are they? Oh, sure. Everybody's fine, Mrs. We got a letter from my oldest boy, Lars. He, he's in the Navy, you know. Yeah, how's he like it, Ollie? Well, he says the only thing he don't like about it, there's too many fellas in blue serge suits telling him that to do. Mm. You know? <laughs> the Navy for you, Ollie. That's one thing you don't have in the Army. People giving you orders? No, blue serge suits. <laughs> when I was in the Army, in the First World War, the big war, uh, we had... Uh, look, dearie, I've heard this, so if you boys will excuse me, I'll go back upstairs. Good. Now, you crawl back in bed and... Oh, hey, uh, while you're down here, uh, uh, where do we keep the orange juice? In the oranges. Oh, in the oranges. <laughs> 
anything else you need, dearie, just call up every two or three minutes. I'll okay, Tootsie. You rest. I got to get busy here, Ollie. Uh, give me a hand, will you? Sure, McGee. Shake. It's nice meeting. No, no, no. I got to go home. No, no, no. I mean, hold this cookbook a minute while I get my stuff together. Oh. Here, read me this recipe. Right here while I get the stuff out. All right. right. Let's see. First, it says, take two-thirds of a cup. Two-thirds of a cup. Okay, I'll use this cup here. This piece here must be about two-thirds. does it say? It says a pancake mix. Two-thirds of a cup of pancake mix. Oh, well, look, I can handle it from here on out, Ollie. No sense in letting you loss up the recipe when I can do it my myself. Billy Mills, the orchestra, and my heart cries for you. Say, Molly. Yes, lover. Have we got a hot, slightly greased iron skillet any place? A what? Just to cook them on a hot, slightly greased. Oh, I know. I can take a cold skillet and heat it and then grease it. Very intelligent. Oh, thanks, girl. That's the way I'll do that. More than one way of skinning the cat. Now, look, I promised you your breakfast in bed. Why don't you go on back to bed till I get everything ready? Because I love my little kitchen, dearie. <laughs> Look at it. When you get through in here, I won't be able to find the sink or a... Wait a minute. Where is the sink? Oh, it's right over here. Underneath this pile of pans. Oh, it's just as plain as anything. Yeah. Isn't it? Gosh, you think I'm so dumb about cooking, I pull out the plumbing when I make a simple batch of pancakes and sausage? 
Well, I don't know whether to answer that like a loving wife or an honest woman. Well, gee whiz, kiddo, you worry too much. Now, let me see. Where'd I put my MLT cookbook? MLT? Mary Lee Taylor? No, McGee's Luscious Tidbits. <laughs> oh, here it is. See, to make 27 four-inch pancakes. You like little pancakes or big ones, Phil? I think the four-inch pancakes are just the right size. Yeah, too, they're too dainty for me. I prefer them about the size of manhole covers. <laughs> in fact, I made some out in Cheyenne, Wyoming once in 19-13 that they're still using for manhole covers. <laughs> These ones I'm making here, boy, they're... Somebody's the front door, McGee. Come in. Who is it? It is I. We're out here in the kitchen, Mr. Mayor. Come on out. Hey, how'd you know that was Mayor Latrivia? Well, he's the only one we know who was educated enough and polite enough to say, it's I. Oh. Everybody else we know would say, who'd you think, Louis the Fourteenth? <laughs> or something. He... Oh, hello there, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Molly. Hello, McGee. Hi, Latriv. Well, get you in the apron. Yeah. Going to give Molly our breakfast in bed, Latriv. And being that this is National Pancake Day, the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday... Well, I thought it was only patriotic for me to whip up some pancakes. Well, I'll see that the United States government is informed of your loyal devotion. Yes. According to the recipe he's using, Mr. Oh, uh, he uses a recipe? Why, sure. I always thought he was one of those rough-and-ready cooks who always says, I never use a recipe. I just guess at the proportions, and I never have a failure. They never do have a failure, either. You always get sick. <laughs> you stick around, son, and fling a flang into a flock of flapjacks. Mine are so light. <laughs> Mine are so light, you got to hold them down with a salt shaker. <laughs> you like big pancakes or little pancakes, Latrivia? Well, it depends on circumstances. Mm -hmm. When I'm out moose hunting, I like big pancakes. Oh, oh. do you hunt moose, Mr. Mayor? Where? Uh, in Canada. I never shot a moose myself. They good eating? Well, I don't know. I just keep the antlers oh. and the meat to some worthy institution and the remainder to a glue factory. Oh. Do they make glue out of moose? No, not glue. Moosledge. <laughs> Quiet breakfast, McGee. I like the little dollar-sized pancakes. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's only one thing I'd like better, and that's a pancake-sized dollar. <laughs> well, they must be making our dollars out of batter now. <laughs> sure ain't much dough in them. <laughs> I always said... Just doing a little cooking, Junior, that's all. A little cooking, he says. Take a look around the kitchen, Mr. Wilcox. What would you guess he was preparing? Well, let me see. From the number of dishes and pots and pans and the wax paper and paper towels and mixers and spoons and stuff, I'd say you were making chicken a la king for the Legion Convention. Ah, <laughs> uh, cut it out. I'm just fixing Molly her breakfast in bed. Look, pancake batter. Look, country sausage. Look, sir. Look, butter, that's all. What's so complicated about that there? Well, as the man says, it ain't the ingredients, it's what you put into the ingredients. <laughs> well, I'm afraid McGee is a perfectionist. Every time he cooks, he makes a perfect idiot of himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, by George... Hey, I... hey, hey, wait a minute, what's this? That's our Mary Lee Taylor cookbook. Why, of course. So what's the matter with the way this boy is cooking? He's doing great. I am? Certainly. 
Oh, naturally, he makes it ten times as complicated as this simple recipe. Why, naturally? But this is a wonderful recipe. Sure. And with a pet milk recipe, he can't go wrong. Pancakes with sausage patties. Sir. Boy, look at that illustration. Ah, uh, yes, beautiful. Molly, tear out the illustration, pour a little syrup on it, and go back to bed. It's the only way. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, now, look. Fibber is absolutely on the right track. He can't miss. Do you give track odds on that? <laughs> now, wait. Look at this recipe. Plain pancake mix, two cups. That's it. Stir in gradually one cup pet milk mixed with water. That's right. Now, what could be easier than that? Why, sure. You see, the value of pet milk in cooking is that it adds that good, rich flavor to your food. That's right. It'll pack these easy-to-make pancakes just full of good, whole milk minerals. Delicious. <laughs> and in these days of high food prices, pet milk is a family favorite because it's economical. It costs less generally than any other form of milk. And pet milk is so rich. It's now, who do you suppose that is? Who is that? Hold your say? Who are the four keys? <laughs> That's the old timer. Hey, can you wait a minute, old timer? I was right in the middle of a story. No, nope, can't wait, kid. Okay, okay, come on in. So, get some pet milk from your grocer today. Well, it's a very interesting yarn, son. <laughs> What's everybody doing? Out here in the kitchen? Well, I'm uh, having my breakfast in bed. You're? Where do you sleep, daughter? In the sink? Well, she's going back to bed as soon as McGee gets his pancakes made, old timer. Uh, that's what he's doing, making pancakes. In case you thought from looking around that the Montreal hockey team had been warming up in here. <laughs> okay, everybody, scoff at me, deride at me, laugh at me if you want to. But by George, when I get these pancakes... Ah, oh, pancakes! Do I love them? Yeah. And do I know how to make them? Oh, had a lot of practice there, Mr. Oldtimer. Huh? Daughter, I made pancakes before you was born. Out west, that was. I was chuck wagon cook for the old lazy bee. The lazy bee? The old lazy bee. Named after my sister, Beatrice. Craziest woman in the Oklahoma Territory. Crossed from when she was 29 years old. Had a fly in her nose and was too lazy to brush it off. Just sat and watched it till she sprang her eye muscle. You were the chuck wagon cook? You said it, Johnny. Well, sir, my recipe for poncho pie... Poncho pie? That's what they call my pancakes, daughter. Oh. Shape of a pie and tasted like a poncho. <laughs> well, sir, I mixed me a handful of acorns into a scoop of cornmeal, brought them onto a hot rock and mixed with rainwater, then stick them in a hot ashes for five hours, then pick them out, cool them off, pick the acorns out of the pancakes, throw away the pancakes, shut the acorns, and eat the hulls. <laughs> Beef for broiling beaver tail at the Indian Sandy. The King's Men and Yumpty Dumpty Dido. Yumpty Dumpty Dido, we've got a prescription for you. What little tune sends you over the moon? Yumpty Dumpty Dido. What do you sing when you feel like a king? Yumpty Dumpty Dido. Sing along with me, oh, so merrily. And then with a shout, take a breath and give out with the up-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum. What do you hum when your heart's on the pump? The up dee dum dee 
what pulls you out when you're sour as crowd. This is the third time since noon that you've come trotting out here to the kitchen. <laughs> the third time since noon. Be will. How can I bring you breakfast in bed if you won't stay in bed? Look, sweetheart, I'm starving. Half ass too. I've got to be patient, Tootsie. It won't be long now. I'll have these pancakes cooking before... Ah, don't eat that cracker. But, McGee, I've Come got... on now, put it back. That's a good girl. Gee whiz, you don't want to dull your appetite now. At the last minute. Dull it. My appetite, dearie, has an edge you could shave with. You could even cut a throat with it. Oh, in this kitchen. Well, it won't be long now, baby, and I know just how you feel. I got so weak myself working here that... I finally had to fix me a couple of ham sandwiches and a pot of coffee to... <laughs> Keep up my own strength. Oh, McGee. I'd have had these pancakes cooking before now, only I ran into a little trouble with the batter. Ran into trouble with the batter? Mm-hmm. You look like you just ran into the batter. <laughs> Indeed. Why, it'll take you an hour to scrape yourself off, dearie. Yes, you... Oh, that's nothing, kiddo. That's just normal splashage for me. <laughs> Some cooks spill stuff, but when I get to work, I splash. You see? Oops. Hey, McGee, Molly, anybody home? Oh, it's Dr. Gamble. Out here, doctor. Oh, hello, Molly, and... Oh, no. <laughs> yep. And whatever you're whining up to say, Fatso, it's already been said. <laughs> so sit down and shut up. I won't make a comment. Good. I can well imagine, as I look at you standing there, with big blobs of white gunk in your hair, all down your front and in your eyebrows, stirring a batch of goo that's too thick for wallpaper paste and too thin for plaster, that you must already have been described by your friends as looking like everything from a paper hanger after a two-bucket fall off a scaffold to a pearl-button diver in a starch factory. <laughs> so I will refrain. Thank you, Doctor. What is it, Molly? Pancakes, Doctor. He's fixing me breakfast in bed. Breakfast at this hour? 
The hour is a little indefinite, Doctor. In fact, six hours have gone by since he started this little project. We refer to it around here as Operation Hey Molly. Well, I won't be long now, Sissy. Look at that batter. Ready to go. Why don't you go with it, huh? McGee? Look, I'll take Molly out and buy her some breakfast. I'll take that. No, sir. You just trot right back up to bed now, kiddo, while, these little, while this little drama goes on to a happy ending. Next time the curtain goes up, it'll find you sitting up in bed, smacking your lips and saying, McGee, you're wonderful. Well, I guess I can climb those stairs again. Sure. <laughs> Slowly. But if it takes over 20 minutes more, bring me up a sharp knife and some salt and pepper. What? That moose head in the guest room looks juicier every time I see it. <laughs> This is it. Turn on the gas there, boy. Gladly. No, 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 no. Under the skillet, Lemonhead. Not the oven. Oh, excuse me. I thought you wanted to stick your head in it. Oh. Personally, if I were you, I'd... Finally admit I know how to cook hotcakes? More syrup? Another sausage, Patty? <laughs> well, stop nodding your head and say something, will you? Oh, McGee, you're wonderful. Those hotcakes. And you ought to know, Barrel Belly. <laughs> you must have ate three dozen of them. They are sensational. Yep. I hope I can get up from this table. Because I ought to call my office and... Hey... What about Molly? Molly? Oh, Molly! Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I almost forgot her. Oh, well, there's still plenty left for her. I'll run upstairs with a napkin and some silver, Doc. Uh, I'll, I'll prop her up in bed and get her all ready, and you fix the tray. Right. What is she like on her pancakes, honey? Syrup, sweetie. <laughs> she all ready? Hey. Sleeping like a baby, Doc. Poor kid. I don't have the heart to wake her now. Well, no use wasting all these pancakes. I should say not. Sir, there's one for me. One for me. One for me. One for me. Two for me. Yeah. Liver and Molly return in a moment. You know, no matter how gray the world looks when you get up in the morning, it's almost like seeing the sunshine to see a stack of golden brown pancakes on your plate at the breakfast table. And you know something? With pet milk and your favorite pancake mix, you can make the most delicious pancakes that ever made a husband say, mm -mm. Yes, just follow the directions on the pancake package, and instead of ordinary milk, use pet milk mixed with an equal amount of water. Oh, boy, what a difference. And no wonder... Pet milk, remember, is sweet country milk with more than half the water taken out. So, when you mix pet milk with an equal amount of water, you're bound to have good, rich milk. Even richer than ordinary bottled milk. And, of course, that extra rich pet milk makes those pancakes extra good. How about pancakes for breakfast tomorrow? Extra good pancakes made the pet milk way. I'm sorry you didn't get any pancakes, kiddo, but 
I guess the sleep done you more good. Well, how are they? Oh, my gosh, wonderful. I and Doc get 41 of them. Forty-one? A piece, that is. <laughs> Doc says I'm a great cook. Gave me a B.S. degree when we finished eating. A B.S. degree? Mm -hmm. Bachelor of Science? Bicarbonate of soda. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. The first evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? It isn't always the price tag that determines the value of a gift. Sometimes one that has cost the least means the most. As one bride-to-be discovers in the story of the week next Saturday morning on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program. Don't miss this true-to-life story. And don't miss Mary Lee Taylor's special husband-tested recipe for golden potato soup. A soup that's almost a meal in itself. Remember, for this double-feature program, tune in to your NBC station next Saturday morning for Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor. Tomorrow, laugh with Groucho. Now enjoy Big Town on NBC.